This is Toledo Symphony Lab, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of classical music from WGTE Public Media and your Toledo Symphony. I'm Brad Cresswell. Joining me in the studio today is the Toledo Symphony's president and CEO, Zach Vassar. On the phone, we have the TSO's marketing director, Vanessa Gardner. And also joining us right here in the studio is... I hit the wrong yay, sorry. That is uh, Michael Lang here. Let me try that again. A little less special each time I come. Yeah, for some reason I moved him around. Here we go. Yay! That's good. That's so much better. Now I feel like Merwin Sue. Uh, We should mention it's (laughs) Michael Lang. Michael Lang from Toledo Ballet is here with us. Welcome back, Michael. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You've been a, uh, you're, you're a veteran guest. Shall we say? A veteran guest. <laughs> a veteran guest. A Regular offender. enough to get a yay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At this yeah, point, we're, yeah. we're trying to impress you anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have any uh, booze. I have the buzzer though. We could pretty bring soon that be in like, later. yeah, and we got Mike in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, do. We do. We have several mics here. Well, the One, reason, two, three, uh, okay, yeah. the reason we have you here, Michael, is because it's that time of year again. Time for the Nutcracker Ballet and. That's coming up this weekend. We're going to be talking all about that. We're going to be talking about Nutcracker again. But this performance in particular has a special significance for two reasons. The 80th anniversary of the Nutcracker Ballet here in Toledo. And also it's dedicated to the memory of the great Marie Vogt, who um, started the Toledo Ballet back in the 1930s and saw it through for almost 60 years, 55 years, I think and uh, just has a a legendary legacy. And I wonder if we could start out the program with, and and Zach, of course, you know about this as well. Uh, Let's start the program talking about Marie Vogt and and who she was and what her effect was on ballet here in Toledo. Well, I mean, we've, you know, we've talked about Marie so many times, but you just can't really say it enough. She was so innovative and her, her insights to really, in my opinion, be able to see into the future because, you know, we're here for the Nutcracker. And when you consider the Nutcracker and that she had started in the 40s, that's right at the beginnings of when the Nutcracker was becoming what it has become. Because in the beginning, the Nutcracker, you know, in 1892, wasn't all that well received. It's kind of a flop. Right. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of a flop at the ballet. You know, Tchaikovsky's music was, was received, you know, better. But, um, you know, it wasn't until... I think in 35 was the first time they did it outside of uh, 34, 35, outside of um, Russia in England. Um, but here in the States, you know, San Francisco started, I think, in the 40s, 44. And and then uh, Marie had started before that. Mm-hmm. And so she was really, you know, we weren't a professional company, so it didn't get the, the notoriety that San Francisco Ballet did. But... Really, when Balanchine had Maria Tallchief in it, that was in the 50s. That was like 10 years after, I think, the San Francisco Ballet. And we'd already been doing it every year since the early 40s. So yeah. for Marie Vogt to be able to see this mm-hmm. and before it actually was a thing is pretty astounding, in my opinion. And I think it just shows, one, the tenacity that she always had, the insight and the innovation that she had to see into the future of oh this this is really something and we yeah. should make the you know so it's it's pretty incredible that um that that she she had that and and at her age then 
as a woman in the 30s was able to do everything that she that she did and here we are in 2020 it is 2020 right yeah yeah, yeah i've been told <laughs> for, for a little while longer yeah a little while longer. you know and, and here we are still doing her nutcracker um and and the ballet is as strong as ever it's just yeah. it's pretty amazing well she passed away this past june she was 99 years yeah. old yeah. a long incredible life you talk about doing her Nutcracker. Some of her choreography still survives mm-hmm. in the production to this day. Yeah, right? I believe, I, I could be mistaken on this, but I think it was the 75th anniversary. Lisa had decided to bring back some of Marie's original, the dancing, uh, the suites, and, and there's just a few different things. Uh, she was always kind of famous for her her dragon in, in the mm-hmm. tea section and things like that. So she brought it back, you know, to, in, in that 75th celebration. Uh, again, Horiuchi is is uh, we used his um, his choreography every year, and uh, you know, Gen's got a great history as well. He was the last male dancer uh, cast in New York City Ballet by Balanchine himself. So, yeah. uh, and he's in the Nutcracker movie and stuff. So, I mean, he's got he's got quite a little tie to uh, the Nutcracker too. But but yeah, it's it's just uh, it's an amazing history, and and I I wish more people in the nation. Mm-hmm. knew just how you know how this lady in Toledo was yeah, had a huge <laughs> taken, effect yeah yes it, it has yeah. this huge effect on the nutcracker and was doing it really before many others were yeah that's fantastic you mentioned Lisa Marilang who is your wife of course she's artistic director and, and she's doing choreography for this production as she's done in the past uh you yourself choreographed a ballet performance this season you know under the COVID-19 pandemic and I wonder if we could talk a little bit about how COVID is affecting the choreography of this production. Well, obviously, I mean, when you mention choreography, you usually think of what's going on on stage. Yeah. And, you know, we have to choreograph the backstage just as much. And so she's, okay, this this group is done at this particular time in the show so they can leave the building. So, you know, we're just trying to stay safe, trying to keep our distance, you know, put people in masks. Uh, there's, I saw online last night, there are masks being painted as we speak mm-hmm. yeah. where, you know, they've they've taken the faces of the actual dancers and they're painting them onto, onto oh, the yeah. masks. Wow. And and so, you know, it's just a, it's like everything. We're, we're, we're doing it. It's just a little tougher. You know, yeah. it's kind of like COVID is for, for everything right now, I think. But, but yeah, the, um, you know the distancing on stage and the 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 traffic backstage and and even in rehearsals lisa was uh, i saw her the other day making up a schedule and you know it's like okay you're rehearsing this part from 2 to 3 but then you don't rehearse again until 5 so you need to find somewhere to go during the, you know it's that kind yeah. of stuff it's just Can't you know just trying to map out, out right, right. how to keep everybody as safe as possible and get it done. But to that credit, and, and to to Zach's credit, and the symphony is, you know, all of us together in, in Tapa, we're getting it done. You know, and there are a lot of people right now that just decided to close up shop and, yeah. and not do it at all. Yeah. But I feel like we're doing it. You know, our our, our record so far has been really great as far as. Uh, you know the studios all taped out and you know distancing and okay you have to stay in this square and you have to stay in this square you know that that sort of thing so it's been you know it's been laborious but it's also getting it done so yeah. I, I have Rewarding, to give uh, everybody a lot sense. of credit that's fantastic uh zach and maybe vanessa if you want to chime in here you you guys uh let's talk about how this will actually work what the mechanics are uh, of presenting the performance you want to start Zach sure sure so uh, this year's performance of course 80 years we want to keep the track record going uh, so you know not having a nutcracker 
you know, it really was never part of the discussion. The question is how to do a nutcracker. So given the health conditions that we're operating under, we have to make sure that we can provide a safe environment for everybody involved. And it was a very tough decision, but in consultation with the health department, we've decided not to have live audiences for the Nutcracker, but still to do a production this year. Uh, There has been way too much investment of time and emotion and energy and commitment to this production. There's there's really no reason to call it off. And I, I truly believe that our track record in providing a safe environment for the performers is a good one and one that we can continue to to mitigate risk however possible and allow the stage to be a safe space. Uh, but for those performing, we also have to balance you know, some of the, the, the commitment that everybody has made against this idea of shutting it down completely, which a lot of ballet companies around the country and around the world have had to do. And here in Toledo, we just we, we have put so much effort into this and we feel that we can truly do this safely. So we will be presenting it this year without an audience uh, we will be recording it, and you know there are many opportunities for us to to truly celebrate and continue to celebrate everybody's commitment so far. Yeah. So if folks want to find out where to watch it online, they go to that website stream.artstoledo.com. That's right. Yep. And, and and there'll also of course be information at toledoballet.com, uh, ways to uh, to watch and and, and engage, and uh, we will also have. Um, uh, performances from years past available. So there are uh, many ways to celebrate Nutcracker this year. Uh, this will be, um, I think, a Nutcracker that we'll all remember for the reasons that Michael mentioned, but the fact that we really get to continue making this tradition in Toledo. Uh, it was something that we never um, wanted to give up. And uh, I think we're fortunate to be making music and dance happen in this town and in this state. Where this is just a, a an unreal opportunity to celebrate the power of the arts as a way to provide calm and distraction. And if there's any time of the year that's traditionally a little anxious, it's Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> we have way too many things to do and way too little time to do it. But if there's something that I've always seen is that you know the Nutcracker and escaping to a fantasy land has always provided a little bit of you know soul food for the audience. And this is a year that I think we all need that. So I, I applaud Michael and Lisa and everybody at the ballet for the fortitude of, of we can do this. You know, the, a lot of times through the planning stages of not only Nutcracker, but a lot of the other productions that we've done, the attitude has always been, let's figure out how to do this as opposed to, oh, come on, this is going to be really hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just, I, I, I can't applaud you enough. Well, yeah, and most of that credit goes to my wife. I, I'm, I'm moral support for her. Is <laughs> In what that you case, need, I, honey? I applaud you even more. <laughs> <laughs> but you bring up a couple points that I, I think is really you know, relevant. And I, I keep telling the kids, okay, 2020 is what it is. We're all like, okay, 2020, go away. But we will never, ever, ever forget this nutcracker. This nutcracker, oh, that was the 2020. You know, 2020, (laughs) let's face it, is going to become an infamous date for everybody, you know, because we've all gone through this experience. But um, I think what a lot of people don't realize is, yes, there's the choreography and the dancers and all of that, which obviously makes the nutcracker. Mm -hmm. But we have a parent guild and we have committees that are working nonstop. So 
it's not it's not just a performing experience it's a whole experience and the the way they've you know one of our traditions is tea with clara mm-hmm. and it's always something that we do in person and all the girls get to meet clara and you know and it's a it's a great yeah. day well we we recorded it and did it online and so they got to come in and still experience it but it's like everything with covid we're experiencing it differently you know mm-hmm. but i i have to also you know as we applaud you know lisa and, and the dancers and everything else give a big shout out to all the all the parents and all the kids and all the volunteers and everybody that helps make the nutcracker just this extravagant experience we're doing it differently but we're still getting it done and there's ways to experience it but mm-hmm. we have to do it safely and and uh you know in a, in a covid environment so That's here right. we are yeah Yay! Uh, vanessa are you still there uh, here I am here. Yes, <laughs> you've been patiently, quietly listening to uh, Zach and Michael talk. Blather on. <laughs> I almost called you Merwin, by the way. <laughs> that would, that oh, it's no, an, just another just old tradition. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. Wouldn't be Christmas I've, that, that I've done that, or New Year's. If oh, memory that was serves. a New Year's episode. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If memory serves. Anyway, so Michael and Zach are here. They've been talking about Toledo Ballet's production of the Nutcracker. You, Vanessa, of course, you're you're new here, just starting this season. Um, but yeah, you're this also, isn't the usual way of yeah. doing Nutcracker. <laughs> yeah, this is how we always do business. <laughs> just so you know, we've been in so masks you know, for yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. You were you were ahead of your time, weren't you? Um, so, Vanessa, you're also a, a French horn player. Uh, have you yeah. ever played in the pit for the Nutcracker? Um, let me see. Let me just see if I can count on one hand. Approximately 375 times, maybe, oh, give or take. On one hand. <laughs> so you, you've heard it before, that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah I've heard it before. Yeah, okay. I've been working very closely with Lisa on um, making sure that the music is, you know, where we need it to be for this year. So, um, yeah. yeah, I know my sugar plums. <laughs> you do. Okay, well then here's what I'm going to do. Oh, are we're, we going to have a quiz? Well, we're going to have a quiz, but before we do that, we have a quiz just for you, okay? Okay. Ooh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. So success and failure is <laughs> well, really yeah, It's not a really a quiz. or something. <laughs> it's not really a quiz. You know, right. tomorrow, uh, just tomorrow night is the first night of Hanukkah, so I thought about doing a Hanukkah quiz, but I, I oh, didn't get it done in time. So we'll save that if for... If it's a name that Nutcracker tune quiz. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Ooh. No, all I'm going to ask you to do is tell us okay. in your own words the story of the Nutcracker, okay? Oh, I, I've oh, heard Michael's shoot. version of this before, but let me bring up a little music for you. And This, this of is, course, is from Romeo and Juliet. The, the story, <laughs> of, the story <laughs> of the Nutcracker <laughs> from uh, okay, the Vanessa of the Gardner. Okay. Everybody okay. else be quiet. Let Vanessa talk. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> So I'm really terrible with names. Uh, I can't remember the last name of the family, but it ends with bomb. Stallbaum. <laughs> okay, and we're off to a good start. Now I was right on Stallbaum. He's just so used to hitting that X thing on me yeah. that he's just a habit. <laughs> Another tradition here at the old. That, that was for right, Vanessa. You know, I just had to find it. Holiday, holiday party, friends and family, lots of people, lots of kids running around playing with their toys, and uh, Clara and Fritz. Uh, get some really interesting toys. Clara gets a beautiful nutcracker from Uncle Drosselmeyer, uh, who then um, brings all of these wonderful toys to life. Um, then her brother Fritz, uh, you know, takes the nutcracker away and breaks the nutcracker. Clara is very distraught. 
Um, but Drosselmeyer puts the Nutcracker back together, and then everybody leaves the party, and um, and everybody goes to sleep, and Clara has her beautiful Nutcracker by her side. Once everyone has gone to sleep, all the magic happens, and Drosselmeyer starts to bring the toys back to life, and Clara wakes up, and um, there's there's mice, there's a there's a king, a mouse king, and there's all the toy soldiers come to life, and there's a huge battle. Um, and the Nutcracker comes in and saves the day and slays the Mouse King and the Nutcracker Prince and Clara um, dance off into a winter wonderland and there's a, a, a blizzard of beautiful snowflakes um, towards the end of Act 1 and the Nutcracker Prince and Clara go off to the land of the sweets. And yeah, then now we get in... to the good part, <laughs> right? The second <laughs> act. act. I oh. love the first act. The first yeah. act is my favorite because it's through composed. You play the whole thing start to finish, and it, it there's just so much action, and and the music really underpins that action on stage, which I just that's my favorite part of Nutcracker. Um, but Act Two is where all the virtuosity um, is showcased. So um, we have um, you know principal dancers that dance. Uh, Sugar Plum Fairy, which is a very iconic, um, you know, tune that you hear uh, all the time. Yeah. Um, and then Russian, the, uh, I think our production is not um, the, the type of production I'm used to with the men doing all these crazy leaps and bounds and, and just craziness, but it's always a lot of fun. Um, and then the Grand Pas de Deux with the, the principal dancers, uh, and it's just really, really a wonderful a wonderful display of virtuosity. Um, and then everybody kind of comes back on stage for the end, the grand finale, and um, Clara, uh, the last scene, um, you know, Clara's sort of, um, well, in the last scene of the story, Clara awakes from what she thinks is a dream, but maybe it was real. Um, and it's just, it's just a beautiful story. Yeah, I fantastic. I love the Nutcracker. I never get tired of it. Strangely enough, that was her interview to get this job, actually. So. <laughs> Tell me what you know about the Nutcracker. Yeah. <clears throat> you, you went above and beyond there, Vanessa. There, yeah, Godfather shows up. <laughs> I have to say, it, it, it was so much more um, detailed and thorough than Michael's version of it was <laughs> last year. Well, I, yeah. Or the year before. Speaking of the year before, I do have a, like a rehashed quiz. I, I guess rehashed is not really the word. You know, for they it. have this over extravagant house, is, but they couldn't afford an exterminator. You know, it's, I don't know the whole thing. Just, exactly. There's cheese well, we, everywhere. We want all the details. Yeah. We, we when want Godfather the, shows up. I got a toy yeah. you can't refuse. Nutcracker, <laughs> the aftermath. <laughs> but I mean, the construction is so shoddy. The head falls off. He doesn't ask for directions. They end up in a blizzard. I mean, there's it's a just, clock. You know. He sleeps in the clock. <laughs> so. Speaking of, <laughs> wow. Speaking of, um, I definitely like my version better. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, things, part two. Are you or trying sequels, to get us back on track? Here. Trying to get All back right. on track. I'm trying. <laughs> trying to do we my will best. Resist as best as we can. Okay. So what I have here is uh, part two of a quiz that we did a couple of years ago. It, this is a uh, an either or. Right, or it could be all of the above Pigeons. kind of thing. It could be, yeah, <laughs> indeed. No, no, we'll never rise to the occasion of that that New Year's Day quiz, New Year's Eve quiz. Anyway, thank God, so. FCC call. Yeah. <laughs> back, 
Back on track here. This is uh, called, is it a ballet move or is it a French culinary term? Oh, right? Wow. You remember, remember this, this one? Yes, yes, yes. But okay. I don't think Michael was here for it. This was with um, uh, uh, with, with uh, Jeannie. Well, it had to be with somebody who knew ballet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Jeannie so this is new to you, yeah. Michael. This is new to you, Vanessa. Let's see if so, I can remember how to forget Jeannie, the She knows her French culinary. Yeah. Now, Michael, if you know this right off, you have to try to give other folks a chance to answer, right? If it's a ballet term oh, or, I, I or a French Oh, I think you've seen how confused term. I get during these quizzes. So even if I know yeah. it, I'm sure okay, for the example, glass will throw me off. Sauté If is... I say sauté, are you reading my paper? That was no, my I just, example. Was it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for example, if I said sauté, what would Clearly you say? Clearly a ballet move. Mm. French is cuisine. also a French culinary term. Yay! Well, saute is actually the ballet term. See, okay, we're not getting the, into uh, pronunciation. The onions in here. the pan, they jump around like ballet dancers. Yeah. Is it club? Saute is to, to jump around. Okay. <laughs> so here's your next clue. And, and everybody get a chance to answer this. Croise. Croise. How do you spell that? C-R-O-I-S-E accent. A uh, uh, grab, I think. Yeah, up or down? Ragi. I. Yeah. This this is where my college French comes yeah. into play here. So, can you use it in a sentence? No. Yeah. <laughs> can't use it in a sentence. It's that a dance term. It Vanessa, what do you say? Ballet move I'm or French? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say ballet move. It's a ballet move. Whoops! Oh, I hit the wrong yeah. button again. <laughs> just know it. Yeah, once again. Yeah. Just yeah. by habit. Just whenever Zach says something, it has to be. A, <laughs> I, I need to make this. Uh, Anytime I get one wrong, I'm Merwin. <laughs> okay. So Vanessa got one. All right. Here's what, the next what, one. What, what about me? Um, tour en l'air. Tour en l'air. Tour en l'air. Any answers? I mean, I got him. I'm just like, I'm, I'm letting yeah, people but play. See, that's a clue in of, of itself. If you know what it is, then it obviously has to be one or the other. Ballet term. Are you or saying French I can't cook? Term. Is that what you're saying, Jed? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go with ballet term. Yay! Good job. Mainly, mainly performed by the males. That's the big okay. terms in the air that the gotcha. uh, en l'air means in the air. It's uh, triple axle? Yeah. Kind of, Dari- yeah. Dariole. Dariole. I think I dated D A R I O L E Dario. That's got to be French cuisine. Yeah, I'm gonna go with cooking. <laughs> That's cooking. I'll give that to Michael since you're already ahead. It's a small mold shaped like a castle used for molding salads or baking cakes. Because everybody likes Obviously. a good old castle salad. Yeah. <laughs> Especially ballet dancers. <laughs> right. Instead of a sand castle, it's a, a salad. Is this castle, castle. salad hand molded? Yeah. Okay, how about this one? Battement fondu. That is definitely a ballet term. So you put the cheese sauce and then you dunk the ballet dancers. Exactly. And then you kick it all over the place. That's where the battement comes in. Also, battement frappe is another one. Mm. This fondue is no good. (laughs) (laughs) Battement. Battement. Okay, here's one for you. Patillote. No, I'm sorry. Papillote. Papillot. That is a French cooking term. Yeah. It means it means in paper. Yeah, that's or in amazing. a package. Ah. Vanessa is just is cleaning re- up here. Okay, how about cannelle? Q U E N E L L E. Also a French, French cooking term. Wow. And it means I think a cannelle is when you sort of like scoop between two spoons to make this little like 
you know, perfectly formed canal. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. A, like a little meatball. Don't you need a, yeah. a mold for that, though? That's shaped like a no. castle? Like, no, does you all your food have mold no. in it or something? What's <laughs> <laughs> a same mold food joke you made? <laughs> okay, brise. Same old moldy jokes. Brise. B-R-I-S. He composed Carmen. With a B, as in boy. We're all wearing masks, so it's hard to hear. Brise. Yeah, Mike, Michael is not letting anybody else well, have you know, a chance. Also, keep saying Vanessa got another one, but I'm <laughs> holding back here, so I'm gonna, <laughs> no, I gotta get in there. I lost Monopoly with my kids. It's also so, a French um, culinary term. It is a form of pie crust, pâté brisé. Okay, so wow. Vanessa, you get a half You get partial point. credit. Yeah. He didn't well say pâté brisé, did he? <laughs> I'm still hoping to get some credit for my brisé joke, but yeah. <laughs> Brad is so far ignoring Okay, me. how about velouté? V-E-L-O-U-T-E. E with an accent. Cuisine. Velouté. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were a little late on the draw there, uh, Vanessa. I almost called you okay. vanilla. I'm thinking... Um, <laughs> cuisine. Yeah, cuisine. <laughs> exactly. Unless you do it with a plie, then it's ballet. Well, that goes to Michael. <laughs> Special well, thanks to my here. Plie vanilla. <laughs> we're close here. Uh, should we continue the quiz in our podcast version? I got to know who's going to who's going to win. Well, Vanessa is ahead, and, oh, and Michael is close behind her. I feel like we need to keep going. Let's get this going. Keep going. Go, go, go. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get in a couple more questions here, okay? Before Team, the, you can how do about, this. Uh, how about um, beurre manier? B-E-U-R-R-E. Cuisine. That's a cuisine. That's butter. Yay! That's right. I know, okay. I know my fats. So Michael has one, two, three, four. Vanessa has one, two, three, four, five, six. What? Okay. So we'll do two more. Michael, you need to run the board just All right. to tie. All right. Okay. Échappé. That is ballet. <laughs> <laughs> Porte de bras. Ballet. <laughs> okay. And the tiebreaker. The tiebreaker here is... Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Moula manqué. Cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> muscles, muscles. Uh, the first quiz I've liked. Yeah. <laughs> muscles with Competitive what? much? And, and the winner is... <laughs> oh, this old chestnut? Yeah, exactly. We'll bring that back for I'm you. I'm sorry, Vanessa. You don't know my history with these quizzes, so... Yeah. If I can win one, I'm going for it. <laughs> Vanessa, just imagine how uh, anxious the quiz makes you in your half season of appearances. Uh, Michael has literally years up on you on that anxiety. Years of anxiety, yeah. Yeah. years Build of quiz up. anxiety. Usually I answer it wrong, it turns into a big joke with everybody else. <laughs> and then... That's great, though. Congratulations to Thank you, Michael. You. Thank you. You have now achieved your peak. Mark the state. Yeah. Mm. Dear well, diary. We, we want to mention. <laughs> <laughs> Went on the radio today. <laughs> today. <laughs> actually won the quiz. Yeah. <laughs> Mom? I would just like to say for the record that I did know all the answers. I just wasn't as quick on the uptake. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, if you, you know, were only here in this studio. It's like studio, Jeopardy. you got to hit the button first. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter what you know. What are these now? Your your, your rules of, of victory? This is your, your winning strategies by Michael Lang? Yeah. <laughs> that didn't take very long. Set yeah. the bar low, but is that B-A-R-R-E Ooh, or B-A-R? Yeah. And is L-O-W? <laughs> um, no, if you if you were only here in the studio, Vanessa, you would have seen that, that Michael was sitting there with the posture's hands he was ready to go. Like a Rottweiler. His, his <laughs> yeah. elbows were up in the air. He was fixed on Brad's every word looking oh out gosh. over his brow. Yeah. He was sweating. Well, next year yeah. we expect to stage a quiz for the uh, ballet, right? 
we can reenact this quiz. You okay. can do all those moves. Or just same questions. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> send, me a, send me a copy of that so every every year I can be ready. <laughs> hey, I'm just full of these ideas, right? Hey, I Trust me, I've been trying to get the answers leaked to me for years. Brad does not play along. Oh, yeah. Again, the Toledo Ballet's 80th anniversary Nutcracker, a tribute to Marie Vogt, is happening this weekend. You can find all the information about the performance at stream.artstoledo.com or at toledoballet.com. This program is a production of WGTE Public Media in collaboration with our sponsor, the Toledo Symphony, with generous support from the Rita Barber Kern Foundation. You can download episodes of this program as a podcast by going to our website at wgte.org slash lab. You can also subscribe to us through your podcast app of choice, including Apple and Google Podcasts. You can find the TSO streaming concerts again online at stream.artstoledo.com. My thanks to Zach Vassar, Michael Lang, and Vanessa Gardner. I'm Brad Cresswell. You've been listening to Toledo Symphony Lab from FM 91.